You're listening to She Grabs the Mic, and I'm your host, Cole Baker-Bagwell. Every week we'll explore what it means to be happy, present, and whole. You'll hear from courageous women who are kicking ass in their lives and leave with actionable tips that you can apply to reset from toxicity, tune into your gold, and live powerfully from the bedroom to the boardroom. Right now, it's time to grab your headphones, kick back and relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome, amazing ones. Happy holidays. Daggone it. We are right here in the thick of things. Don't worry. We've got this. This week, I'm kicking off a mindful holiday series because Lord knows we all need a little more help this time of year. Today's episode, we're going to explore the word no, specifically how to reduce your stress and truly feel happy this season by saying no instead of yes. I want to kick this off with a question. How are you vibing right now on a scale of one to 10? How are your levels of stress, tension, overwhelm as you think about the holidays and the demands that are in front of you? How's your stomach? Do you have a headache? Are your muscles tense? If you're hovering at a six or above right now, nodding your head, saying, oh my God, I am so stressed. I am so overwhelmed. I just want to crawl into my bed with my jammies and sleep for the rest of the month. I feel you. And by the way, you're not alone. The American Psychological Association found something really interesting, and here's what it is. They found that 38% of people that they surveyed said stress and overwhelm increased for them during the holiday season. Imagine that. I mean, how the heck could it not? There's so much going on, right? But get this, women are more likely to feel that increase in stress and overwhelm than men are. When I heard that, I was like, not surprised at all. I mean, let's face it, as women, we are warriors. We have the tendency to just do and do and do until we drop. And I'll pause here and tell you a short story about a woman who inspired that thought for me. And that's my mom. So growing up, uh, my mom was a single mom of three girls for a very, very long time until she got remarried to my stepdad. And she was working full time. I mean, she was like the classic Anjali woman, you know, in the 70s, she was bringing home the bacon, she was frying it up in the pan, she never missed a beat. And, you know, she was already running herself ragged, but the holidays were especially crazy for her. Because in addition to her work as a family nurse practitioner, healing people, taking care of people, then she had these three little girls at home who were waiting for Santa to arrive. And she was just driving herself into the ground. 
She was shopping, cooking, you know, baking cookies for school bake sales, uh, showing up for church meetings, you know, never missing church on Sundays because for all of the Christians out there, this is high holiday season. And she did all of these things to the point of exhaustion. And I remember watching her sleeping one night on the couch. And all I wanted to do was take some of that away from her. So if some of you listening have children, remember that, that all of the choices that you are making right now are telling your children something about how they should show up in the world. And I think back now to my mother running herself ragged, and I realized that there wasn't anything that I could do as a little girl because the reality was my mom was caught up in the cycle of saying yes. She was striving for perfection. She wanted to give us the perfect holiday. Of course, it was done out of love, right? But the perfect holiday experience, the best Barbie house ever. She wanted them to all be wrapped beautifully, you know, get us dressed up to go to church and see Santa. And she did not take time for herself. And my God, sitting here today, I really wish she had. And mom, if you're listening right now, I hope that you will this year. So let's get back into what's happening behind the scenes from a a brain body standpoint when we are feeling this stress and overwhelm. Harvard Medical School has a really cool way of explaining it, and here's what they say. They say that our brain's prefrontal cortex goes into overdrive as we hustle and juggle and manage more responsibility than usual. So our brain is actually in overdrive. It's overloaded, overtaxed, overmaxed, because we are simply doing more. The hustle, bustle, and our perceived need to keep up, to keep pace, to keep the peace, to out-holiday one another, our need to deck the halls and create the perfect holiday memories are all contributing to our levels of stress and overwhelm and tension, especially during the holiday season. And amazing ones, during this festive time, it's no wonder because there is more of everything. These weeks are punctuated with more parties, more gatherings at work, more community functions, community giving and gathering, more family meals and get-togethers. And let's face it, some of those gatherings that we're saying yes to, maybe with people that we find super challenging, or if we get super real about it, sometimes we don't even like them at all. And then all of that saying yes to all of the people that are super challenging, and maybe we don't even enjoy spending time with it all, that increases our stress and overwhelm because now we start feeling guilty. Now we start fearing conflict. And that could also arise because we have said yes. There's also more shopping, which means more money out the door. And that can cause enormous financial strain, especially for those of you who are already struggling to make ends meet. As we search for the perfect gift, we spend extra money on things like food, cards, donations, libations. We're throwing, you know, dollars into Salvation Army buckets. Like everywhere we turn, there is more, more, 
more and more money going out the door. And that's incredibly stressful. It can be incredibly overwhelming. We also have more traffic. Some of us have more traveling. There are more crowds. There's more commercialism, more ad noise coming from TV and social media. Because by the way, we are targets all day long, as long as we're plugged in with the phone in our hand. We're targets for that extra commercialism, extra ad noise. And then by the way, there's more work. There's more work at home. There's more work at our actual jobs. Because for those of you in the working world, especially in corporate, this is no newsflash, but holiday season also equals Q4. And that brings a whole new layer of stress and tension and overwhelm into the mix when we are constantly saying yes. Yes, I can help you with that contract. Yes, I can help you with that meeting. Yes, I can help you get this thing done. Yes, I can promise my customers more than we can deliver. We say yes, and it lands us in a place of exacerbated stress, tension, and overwhelm. Then there's our tendency to say yes and and wind up just super depleted. And even at that point of depletion, we're still waving the yes flag. And we do that to the point that we become unwell and unable to experience any sense of happiness, joy, or peace during the holiday season. So here's the million dollar question. Why do we put ourselves through it all? Why do we keep saying yes? Why do we self-sacrifice every damn year? I've got a couple of theories about this. Well, one is a theory. The other one is a fact. Here's the theory. I think it's real easy for us to say yes now because most of us were raised as young girls to be agreeable, to please, and to say yes to everything and anything, even if we didn't want to do it, or we didn't need that, or we wanted something else for ourselves. We were taught to be polite, taught to be agreeable, taught to please. Yes equals all of those things for us mentally. And I think we've carried that over into adulthood. The other one is a fact. There's this hardwiring issue that every single one of us has. And here's what it looks like. Um, we all fundamentally want and need to survive and we want to belong. Saying yes makes both of those things easier at times to survive and to belong. But here's the deal. Decades of agreeing and saying yes have conditioned our brains and made it really damn tough for us to say no, even when no is the right and best answer for us in that moment. It's tough to speak up for what we need and want. So how do we begin to move out of this cycle of yes, that's stressing us out, causing us tension, like making us unwell and tired and worn out and cranky? How do we break the cycle? We have to get comfortable with doing less and saying no. And it's not always going to be easy. But this year, I'm going to invite every single one of you to trade the past seasons of stress, tension, and overwhelm for a season of peace and presence and true happiness by embracing the word no amazing ones, and embracing it without feeling guilt or fear of conflict. Just no. 
and know that that is your truth. No is a full sentence. It is okay for you to say no. You do not need permission from anyone else to speak up for what you need or want in any moment at any time. No is a full sentence. There's no need to defend it. There's no need to offer an explanation. No is enough. No is not a rejection of another person. It's not an absence of gratitude. So we have to change our mindset around the word no. And instead of viewing it as either of those things, we need to simply view no as a response. The same as yes. No is just a response. It's a choice. Nothing more, nothing less. No is a courageous statement of awareness around what you need, what you want to be healthy and to feel energized and happy. So the next time that you have a hard time saying no, I hope that you can think of the word in this new light through this new lens and know that saying no is absolutely okay. You don't need permission to speak up for what you want or what you need. Now, I want to acknowledge that it won't always be intuitive or easy to say no, especially if you have a history of being a people pleaser like I do. My God, I said yes to everything for years. I said yes, even when I really wanted to say no. And I've talked with a lot of women who have the same issue, like a lot of women that I coach, a lot of women that I love, that are my friends, that are my family. It's hard to say no. So I want to acknowledge that um, before we move any further, because some of you may be thinking, well, yeah, it all sounds great, Cole, but saying no is pretty damn hard. I'm afraid to say no. I get it. I see you. I used to be the same way. But the more comfortable you get with saying no, the easier it becomes. So here are three tips to get you in that comfort zone to help you do less, enjoy more, and say no. All right, grab your pen. Here it here goes. Number one, get comfortable with boundaries. It's something a lot of women struggle with. We struggle with putting up boundaries. We struggle with saying what we need, what we want, speaking up for ourselves. But you can't possibly be all things to all people. I want you to know that. So if you are on the other end of this podcast today, striving for perfection, saying yes to please every single person in your life, at work, in your family, in your community, in your church, wherever it may be, know this, you cannot possibly be all things to all people. And if you try, you're going to wind up depleted, unwell, and just generally kind of pissed off during this entire holiday season. So resist the impulse to say yes by asking yourself this question. Do I have the bandwidth to really engage right now? Do I have the time to commit? Do I want to make this choice? And if I think I want to make this choice, why do I want to make this choice in this moment? Finally, ask yourself, if I were to say no, how would I benefit from that decision? Get comfortable with boundaries. Number two, think of no as an act of self-love. This goes back to reframing the mindset around the word. 
It's not rejection. It's not a lack of gratitude. It is actually an act of self-love. You know, I've coached a lot of women who get super, super angry when they've said yes to something they didn't want or need. They've just (laughs) said yes, because it was like default conditioning, hardwiring. Yes, I'll raise my hand and say yes. Here's the thing. The yes is not what really made them angry. What really made them angry was the knowledge that they short sold themselves in that moment by not speaking up for what they needed or wanted. That's a thing that really got their goat, that they said yes when they really just wanted to freaking say no. So think of no as an act of self-love and you won't have to feel the anger on the other side of the yes if you really didn't want to do the thing in the first place. Lastly, start small and practiced often. Like I've said this before, presence is practice and it's like anything else. It's like learning an instrument, um, learning a language, learning how to cook, learning a sport. Mindfulness is practice. Presence is practice. So like all of those other things I've just mentioned, the more that we practice, the easier it becomes. So in this case, you're going to have to build up your muscle memory for no. Choose an easy target, like say no to a sample that's offered to you at Costco or no to being sprayed by perfume as you walk through a department store, or maybe it's no to a flyer that somebody's trying to hand you as you're walking down a street. So start small, build up the muscle memory, get consistent with the practice of saying no. And the more often that you do this, the easier it will become. And if it makes you feel better, to put a thank you on the end of your no, that is perfectly a-okay as well. As long as you're speaking up for what you really want, what you really need so that you can enjoy this season of peace, the season of happiness, the season of like celebration and light and magic. That's what this is all about. And you deserve that just as much as anyone else in your world. Here's where I'll leave you. If those old familiar feelings of guilt or conflict start bubbling up, hit the pause button, breathe, ask yourself this question, how will saying no this time bring me more happiness in this moment? Here's to saying no, and here's to a holiday of peace, no stress, and loads of beautiful memories. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. And that's the end of the show today, everybody. I hope it has served you well. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've liked what you've heard, please drop a review wherever you grab your favorite podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please be sure to share this podcast with another woman that you love. If you'd like to learn more about me or my work, check out my website, colebakerbagwell.com. Until next time, remember to be super kind to yourself and do your very best to leave everyone and everything just a little bit better. <laughs>